What's up? Welcome to another episode of WFS, the Will Ford Show. Got a guest joining me, a friend of the show, Cage Black, who uh, I know you've been uh, listening for a while, man. So I'm glad that I got you to come onto a podcast finally. But how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, dude. So I wanted to talk about some football with you for sure. Just wrapped up the Super Bowl. A lot of stuff is happened this off season. A lot of movement, especially with like quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which is like you see a lot of movement in the NBA, but you never yeah. see a lot of movement in NFL that much. Carson Wentz just got traded from Philly, and I know that was a whole mess last year with the Eagles. But he went to the Indianapolis Colts, so I'm curious what you think about Wentz moving to Indy. Uh, I think their team is really good, and they really need a quarterback. I'm just not sure he is the answer. You don't think so? No. No. So who would you, what? Where would you have went if you were Indy then? If I could, I would trade up in the draft and maybe get like Fields or Fair. Yeah. I just don't think Wentz is the answer. I mean, he was MVP candidate before he got injured. Yeah. Seventeen, whatever. But in the year he was an MVP candidate, Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator yeah. in Philly. So going back to Frank Reich, who's the coach in Indy, maybe you can recreate that. It's definitely a better team in Indian in Indianapolis. You got a better yeah. offensive line, which I know Philly they've had some good pieces on the offensive line, but they've always gotten hurt. So I don't know. I think, and that's a pretty. They're not a great division. I mean, Tennessee's pretty good, but Houston is their mess, yeah. and Jacksonville's going to figure out everything with Lawrence. So Jacksonville, I'm excited for Lawrence and Jacksonville. It's yeah, Jacksonville. Fun. I think in a couple years with Urban Meyer could be really good because they got the most cap mm-hmm. space. They've got draft picks galore. Urban Meyer is a really good program builder. He wins yeah. wherever he goes. So if you give him a year or two. Jacksonville's going to be pretty good, so I think next year Indy could be a contender. They'll probably win the division next year, maybe them or Tennessee, but I think next year is probably their best shot to do it because you're mm-hmm. going to have Jacksonville coming up. Like you said, Houston's a dumpster fire, yeah. but I, I'm surprised. I thought Chicago was going to go after him, which I know they were trying to. I, I got fooled by a report that like I saw it come across on Twitter that Wentz got traded to Chicago and it was some fake account, but I didn't realize that at first, but it said that he got traded to Chicago for a first round pick, some other pick, and then Nick Foles yeah. who, who replaced yeah. him and won a Super yeah. Bowl. And I thought that was so funny. Yeah. It would have been amazing if he got traded. <laughs> Nick Foles is kind of disappointing this year. Yeah, he was. I, I feel like Philly is just his place. I feel like it's... yeah. He's got a statue in Philadelphia, which I'm sure doesn't sit well with Wentz. No. I would have wanted out, too, if I if my backup had a statue, and I, I don't have one. I kind of wish uh, Wentz would stay so we can beat them twice a Oh, year. honestly, I know. I'm more scared of Jalen Hurts than Carson Wentz at this point. But I saw that, because Philly has a top 10 pick, I saw that they're still thinking about drafting a quarterback, though, which makes no that sense. That makes no sense to me at all. It doesn't make any sense at all. They got to rebuild that offensive line. Their receivers are horrible. Like if you really want to take a quarterback, then I would just trade back, let and get a bunch of picks for it because I think they have this, I don't know, six it's, or seven. It's inside the it's top a ten before Cowboys because the Cowboys uh, have ten. Yeah. So I'm disappointed in that because we kept winning at the end of the year, and I'd rather get 
How did uh, how uh, did we uh, lose uh, to the Giants at the end of the year, man? Dude, I mean, we still needed. What? I would have rather got the better pick than make the playoffs because we're not we weren't going to. Fair win, enough. So. That's fair. But we were playing good enough to where I think we. I mean, if we were hosting a playoff game, we might have had a chance. Maybe we would have played Tampa Bay. So I I doubt we would have beat Tampa Bay. But because I mean, Washington gave him a good game with, Heineke. with Taylor Heineke. I'd like to think Andy Dalton him could, again. I think too. Yeah, I would like to think Andy Dalton could uh, yeah. could do some damage against Tampa Bay if Heineke can do some damage. I was impressed with uh, CD Lamb. CD is really good. I'm I'm wondering though if it's too many mouths to feed though with yeah. Amari and Michael Gallup and CD because we just paid Amari. CD's a rookie, so obviously we're not we're not going to trade him. Do we have to get rid of Gallup? Because if we're gonna, if we're gonna, I probably would. It's a lot of money that we're gonna have to give out because we need to figure out a way to get Dak. My signed. initial thought was when the draft, like the mock drafts, were coming out, I kind of wanted to take Dak and like Gallup and maybe a pick and try to get like Lawrence or Fields. That that's interesting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that, but I, I to me, it's tough though because when you have a franchise quarterback. I mean, those I you Dak, you though. can't just you can't just find one anywhere. You got to like I would pay him. I would have paid him mm-hmm. two years ago, and now with the injury, makes it harder. I think Lawrence is a, an amazing player. Oh, I know and he will change yeah. life in Jacksonville. Yes, he will. I don't I think just, I ever saw a draft or like a mock draft that he was second. Mm, I think no. he was always number one. So, but there is debate about Justin Fields and Zach Wilson mm-hmm. at number two. Yeah. I don't. I like has a better name. I think, and I think he's probably better. But I like Fields better too. Because I mean, Zach Wilson played at BYU. No offense to BYU, yeah. but B- BYU and Ohio State don't yeah. really. The competition just doesn't match up. It's varsity JV over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I know, I know Carson Wentz played at North Dakota State, which was mm-hmm. a D two school, and he was drafted second overall. But but still, I'm not a fan of like yeah. going down like. Power five teams yeah. is where you get the majority of good talent. So I I don't know what the Jets decide to do at number two, but we'll stick on Cowboys for a minute though. So if we don't if we don't re-sign Dak, I mean and if we're not gonna trade up from number ten, I mean what are we doing? Get Russell Wilson. Trade for Russell Wilson? Yeah. Not trade Wait, Zeke. I see I've been saying that for so long. Get rid of Zeke. He we should not have paid him $90 million. No, he's either got to change his diet and get back to 2016 Zeke, or we got to get him out of there. Because he, he just doesn't. Tony Pollard was out playing him. He was. Game. I love Tony Pollard. And Zeke is just not, he's not explosive anymore. He's, he's got always the, gassing out, always getting breaks. Like, so. at the goal line, even, he would get mm-hmm. stuffed a lot. Yeah. And teams know it's coming, too, which that's partly play calling. But Zeke needs to kind of thin out a little bit because mm-hmm. he seems he needs to cut that hair. Yeah, I mean, he needs. Yeah. That's all. I bet you it's all in the hair. Yeah, I would. I would have not resigned him. No, I would not. I I I'm always a big fan. I've said this before that like running backs like they don't have a really you can like, always go get more. long shelf life. So like if you draft one in the first or second round and they turn out to be like an elite running back like Zeke was after his rookie contract's done. You can either sign him and then like trade him to someone who's willing to pay him, or 
Just don't re-sign him, and then just draft yeah. another one. Yep. Make it like an every five-year cycle. They're always coming. You can always find them in the second round. They play just as hard as the starter. Always. Yeah, I mean, you got something to prove. That's what I, that's what I would do if I were like a general manager or something for a team. Is just like draft running back like every you know, five years if you hit on the running back like in the first round. That's what I would do. But I was because we saw what happened with Todd Gurley when yeah. when the Rams paid him and he was the non-factor in their Super Bowl yep. run when they got to the Super Bowl. Like, never played. Yep. So, that right there was like, uh, I'm not paying Zeke then. I don't want, because yeah. Zeke's going to do the same thing, and he pretty much has. I mean, he's been available, but just, he's just not good. No. And he drops everything. Yeah, fumbles a lot now. For some reason, I don't know why. And I think I think the Cowboys need to kind of rebuild the offensive line a little bit too yeah. because everybody's getting a little old aside from Zach Martin Lyle Collins is still I think under 30 Tyron Smith keeps getting hurt and that hurts every time and Travis Frederick yeah. was in and out for two years and now he's retired I don't know what you do but you got I, I wanted to I was thinking that the way the season was going we were going to have like a top five pick top three pick maybe yeah. and we could draft one of those top offensive linemen and now that we're at 10, I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do. Uh, I'd probably draft the best safety available corner. Cor- yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like Patrick Sertain from Alabama, I've seen a lot of stuff with him in there. I would Personally, I would go offensive line. That's like the building block you kind of... If you don't have an offensive line, your running game is not going to be there. Exactly. You're, passing, you're just going to get sacked. Which I'm sure that's partly contributing to why Zeke hasn't been as good. But even mm-hmm. he still doesn't look explosive, though. And it did help. 2016, we did have the best offensive line. And yes. He was thin and fast. But even you know, a year or two after that, 2017 and 2018, he was still really good. Yeah. But he's just kind of progressively... I mean, he didn't even hit, hit 1,000 yards this year. No. So, I mean... I would personally go offensive line with the pick, but if we're not re-signing Dak and we're not going to trade for anybody, I mean, do we sit back and wait for a guy like Kyle Trask from Florida? I wouldn't. I don't know. I think offensive lineman first and then the best corner yeah. available. And if we don't re-sign Dak and we're not going to trade for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, then we're going to bring back Andy Dalton then, right? I, what do you do? Because... At least he's. At least you know what you're going to get from Andy Dalton. He's not this, like. Yeah. He's not high level, but he's not like. He's won some games. Yeah. Let's just say that he's he's won divisions in Cincinnati. So then that's a pretty tough division. The yeah. AFC North. He made the playoffs. Hasn't won, but he's made the playoffs. I, we can go above 500 with Andy yeah. Dalton. It's not going to be pretty. It's not ideal, but I guess maybe then we just tank for the next quarterback yeah. that comes out, which I. I hate that, man. Yeah. That's... 21 years of existence and yep. two playoff wins yep. to show for it. I can't sit idly by anymore. Yeah. But I I think, though, I think Jerry Jones needs to just take a step back. Yeah. Or, like, just sell the team to somebody else. Yeah, he is. I think he's hurting it more than helping it sometimes. I just think he... he he wants too much control. He wants he hires coaches and people that are like yes men. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Mike McCarthy is. Yeah, is a yes man because Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. I definitely thought that was going to be a great signing. In so did I. The first couple of games. So did I. Like the 
And why did we re-sign Kellen Moore? Because he can't call yeah. plays for anything. After that first year when it was all working, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you used that at Boise State. And they looked at all the film, and now they know everybody. Exactly. Around. Yeah, I don't I don't understand our play call. I, I, and Mike McCarthy, situationally, does not know. I, I remember the Thanksgiving Day game against Washington. It was like 4th and 11. Yeah. We're down one possession, and you're going to run yeah. a fake punt sweep yeah. <laughs> in your own territory, like on your own 30-yard no line. Sense. And he, he said after the game, Oh, I thought we had a really good play call there. I, I, I just, I felt good about it. Come on. No, you gotta get, if you're gonna go for it on fourth and 11, don't run the ball. You gotta throw it. I don't understand. It really makes him look like he got carried by Aaron Rodgers to that Super Bowl. Yes, you're, that is a great point. Aaron Rodgers is, which has been balling out since he left. Yeah, I did pick Tampa Bay to, Win that game and I did the Super Bowl. So I did too. I did too. I Tampa's defense is just way better. They weren't that good in the regular else. season, and they really stepped up in the playoffs. So well, I was impressed. And I like we talked about like the divorce of like Belichick and Brady, and like you're gonna find out who is who was the real dynasty yeah. in New England. Was it was it Belichick that was responsible for Brady, or was it Brady like running the show? And early on in the season, it looked like Belichick was the guy because yeah. the Patriots looked not great, but they looked all right because they were, I think they were above 500 yeah. to start the year. Bucks kind of were a little... Yeah, I think they hit the and, bye week and then they just took off. They didn't lose from there. Yeah, they were 7-5 and five at the bye week, which is a playoff team, but they didn't look like a team that was going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And they got killed by the Saints twice. Yeah. Yeah, and they were getting killed by the Chiefs, and then they kind of came back at the end. But Is Drew Brees done? I think you got to hang it up. I love Drew Brees, but you got to hang it up. I agree. I but I saw something today though come across on my phone that like it was a video that added to the speculation he was pushing a, yeah. a weighted sled. Yeah, I just saw that. Makes me wonder if he's going to come mm-hmm. back for one more. He just can't throw it down the field. He can't push it. He might be wanting to come back because of the way. Like, cause he got hurt. Can't go out. Which, like that. yeah, he doesn't want to go out like not under his own power. Cause I don't think he was healthy in the playoffs no. at all. I think he kind of rushed to come back. And I, I don't think he liked the way he went out. Cause he, th- I think he threw like three picks in that game too. Yeah. Three or four picks. I think he wants to go out on his own terms. I think losing to Brady in this last game would just stick right into him. First year playing against like, Beat him bad both yeah. times, and then playing against Brady, like he just comes into your division and doesn't win the division, but then just but takes the bigger yeah. prize. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think that sits too well with Brady. But I know they're they're pretty good friends, though. Yeah, they were, were chatting they after are. the game, and he was throwing passes to his son and stuff. So I that was cool. That. Yeah. that was a cool moment. But the Saints, though, if they're gonna, if Brady doesn't think, come back, they're they're gonna be terrible. Yeah, I still don't think Taysom Hill is the answer either. I think you got to move off. Like, get an actual quarterback. I know they... I think they brought back Jameis Winston, or they're going to, on like a one-year deal. Probably just as a filler. Because they don't have... Be a good backup. They don't have any cap space, though. They're like... They're like $100 million over the cap, which is more than anybody in the league by a lot. They're going to have to make some moves. That means get rid of some people, like... Trade Michael Thomas... Cam Jordan, maybe. Like, guys that are making $20 million a year, yeah. you're going to have to get rid of. Yeah. Which means... And you're doing all that just to get Lattimore a quarterback. maybe on the defensive back side. He's really good, but... That's going to make your team yeah. pretty bad. Which 
could make, which will make it easier to get a top pick and draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I have a theory that that the Saints didn't play Jameis Winston all that much when Drew Brees got hurt because they didn't like Sean Payton didn't want him to play well and win games like what Teddy Bridgewater did yeah. the year before, and then Teddy Bridgewater got the big contract from Carolina. I think he didn't want the same thing to happen with Winston because I think we all know that Winston's a better quarterback than Taysom Hill is. Yeah. Maybe that was his thought process and he was just like, hey, Jameis, like, Drew's done after this year. Yeah. You'll get your shot next year if you just kind of sit back and just let Taysom take this. The Saints can't afford him, but if they got Russell Wilson, look out. I know Russell Wilson listed the Saints as one of his top teams. He listed the Saints, um, Cowboys, correct. Cowboys, Raiders, and I want to say Broncos too. Maybe it wasn't Broncos. Maybe Deshaun's interested in the Broncos. I, I don't know. Deshaun. But he listed those three teams. I think there was Miami Dolphins. He said the Miami Dolphins too, which would be mm. interesting because they've got a really good defense, but. I don't. I just don't think the Saints can pull that off, though, because no. they would have to trade. They'd like, have to get rid everybody. of everyone just to get Russell Wilson. Then you would have no one to throw to. Which I don't know. Yeah. If that'd be worth it. Is Seattle really gonna? Would they even consider trading Russ though? Like he's your whole team. Yeah, he's your leader. He's your team. He's the captain for a reason. And they need to. They need to build their offensive line, and they keep drafting running backs every year in the first round, which isn't. They want to run the ball, and that's why I said just give him Zeke and we'll take Russell Wilson right off your hands. That, you know what? I love that. Yes. And if you want to, I'll, I'll even attach a draft pick yeah. to that. I'll attach a couple of draft picks to get Russell Wilson for Zeke. Because I'll, I'll roll with Tony Pollard. Yeah. For a couple. He's, I think he's. I think he could be elite if he yeah. had a lead role. Dallas could swing a trade for Wilson, I think. We'd have to throw in a couple picks. I know we ha- we have the money. I think we can do it. Plus, he would be actually cheaper than signing Dak, like with the cap hit and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants like forty, which is a it's lot. Absurd. It's absurd, but I mean, I'd rather have a quarterback than not. Yeah. But Russell Wilson's cap hit is far less, and I think the cap hit would be like around twenty to twenty-five million dollars. Would you throw in Zeke and another player? Dude, like a Jalen Smith, maybe. Would Seattle want Zeke though? Because they already they have Chris Carson, which I think he's a free agent, and I don't know if they're bringing him back. Would they? Would they even want Zeke? I don't know. I'm asking, like genuinely. Uh, at this point, I don't know if a lot of people would want him, but if they could fix him up, Pete Carroll could talk to him. I think they'd love to have him there. It's just hard for him to get back in that top five running back conversation. I, I don't think he's now. anywhere close to top five running back in the league. He was 2016, but... He was probably the best running back yeah. in 2016 as a rookie. Yeah. Granted, he had the best offensive line in front of him, but... So, if if the Cowboys don't make a move on Russell Wilson, where do you think he goes anywhere? I, don't, I would have to look at the salaries, salary caps everywhere. I mean, to me, there's just no way Seattle does it. I think Miami, because I don't think two is very good, and that's just my, my opinion. They can Miami can give Seattle that third pick in the draft because it, it's Houston's. And I thought 
originally that you could trade that back to Houston and get Deshaun Watson. Either or would be fine for Miami. I guess it's a because Deshaun Watson's younger, but Russell Wilson's obviously better right now. But if you're Miami, I I would try to get both of them, like one of the two. I, I think they would be one of the best teams in the AFC if they got one of those two guys. Would uh, Houston just do a straight flip flop for Russell Wilson for Deshaun Watson? Wow. I don't wow. know if Russ would want to go there. I don't, think Ru- I don't think Russ would fire. either, but I don't know if Russ really has any kind of leverage to... I know he's listed teams that he would prefer, but I don't think he really has the choice because he doesn't have a no-trade clause, I don't think, which Deshaun Watson does. So Deshaun can say, yeah, I'll be traded there or I'll be traded here or whatever. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I'd probably go to Seattle because you had Megatron Jr. to throw to. Tyler Lockett's pretty good. The defense is not, you know, the old Legion of Boom, (laughs) but it's still, it's decent. So I got Jamal Adams? Yeah, I would go there. For sure. Russell Wilson. Tough division. It is a tough division. I think Deshaun Watson best fits in San Francisco, though. Oh, that would be great. That offense... So many different schemes. That would give Shanahan a whole another element to work with because they got Deshaun can run. Garoppolo. They yeah. Got to. Yes, they do. Because he's always hurt. Yeah, he's just like Wentz, I think. Almost. Yeah, you're right. That's actually a really good comparison. If I were the 49ers, I would have moved off of Garoppolo last year. And, After the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. and Because Tom Brady, San Francisco was Tom Brady's first choice. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's from, I think. Yeah, and so that you were in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs last year, and you were a quarter away from winning, and you could have brought in the guy that yeah. just beat him this year uh, by a lot. I mean, I I get it though because Garoppolo's significantly younger, and Brady's like forty three, and he's gonna. I mean, he says he wants to play until he's forty five, but like. You have to think that like the cliff is coming eventually. Yeah. You know, it just it has. It doesn't yet. seem like it at all. It doesn't seem like it, but you you kind of have to to do that because otherwise, like if one hit and Brady could be you know done. I still think it's worth it to sign him for like one or two years, just because you're probably going to get there. I would have. I so would have done it. Yeah. Even even if it's it doesn't work out, because I know San Francisco. Got a lot of injuries this year, not just Garoppolo, but like on the defense. Yeah, and Kittle was out too. COVID rack too. So if Brady's on the 49ers this year, maybe they don't win it because they got all the injuries, but still. I thought that was a great signing of the Tampa Bay. They were kind of under the radar. No one really expected it, and they were actually really talented, like Mike Evans, Godwin. That was the I think that team Tampa Bay was probably there was seven and nine the year second before. or third on the list for me. I thought Chicago would have been in there just because they're like a a legendary like kind of brand, yeah. and they have some pretty decent weapons. But Tampa Bay just like stole them, and then they got his best friend Gronk, and they got Fournette. And, and then they added Antonio Brown, yeah. which was pretty big. And he was good in the playoffs for him. I know they, Bruce Arians was kind of shaky about that signing, but Antonio Brown's so good though. Like if yeah. he I know he's kind of a nutcase and he he's got a couple screws loose, but yeah. 
I mean, he he was the best receiver in the league for like you know a four or five year period, yeah. and it wasn't even close. He was Tyree Kill before Tyree Kill. Yes, maybe not quite as fast, but could get away from anybody yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Tampa did a, a good job. Now they're gonna have to figure out how to pay everybody though, because Godwin's a free agent. A bunch of guys on defense are free agents. Um, AB is a free agent. So I don't know if that team stays together, but I you just want a Super Bowl. I'd like to think you want to run it back yeah. and try it again. You got the best quarterback of all time ready yeah. to go again. I think Tom, he's always in that cold in New England, and he's almost at the end of his career, so he kind of shows like a nice warm spot. Yeah, a nice warm climate. Yeah, it actually worked out for him. And when he had, because he played on the road three straight games in the playoffs, going to Washington, uh, New Orleans was in the Dome, and then Green Bay. I mean, two of those places are cold, yeah. so he knows Yeah, he knows how to play in the cold. Gronk knows how him. to play in the cold. AB knows how to play in the cold because he's in Pittsburgh. I mean, those other guys like Evans and Godwin, maybe not so yeah. much, but I mean, at least your quarterback is comfortable yeah. in that situation. But... That's awesome that they got to play at home, though. For the I, that was incredible. I know the Vikings had a chance to do that a couple years ago with Case Keenum during that Minneapolis yeah. miracle, and they went to the NFC Championship. That that year was an interesting year because the Vikings were there with Keenum. Nick Foles was there for the Eagles. Blake Bortles and the Jags yeah. were on the other side, and then you had Tom Brady and the yeah. Patriots like they normally are. And Jacksonville arguably should have won that game. <laughs> where, where was that Super Bowl at? Was that Jacksonville? That was, it was in Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. So if Minnesota would have beat Philly, they would have been know. hosting. It's crazy to think Jacksonville was just in that AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, and now and, they're the first pick in the draft. Yeah. And you got to feel for the Jets, too. Mm-hmm. Jets, like, all they needed to do was just not beat the Los Angeles Rams. Like, yeah. how, how do you beat a team that good? Like, I don't know, man. Which I'm sure the players were happy about it because Gase and all those guys. If I was their fans, I would not be happy. I well, I was watching it when I I watched the fourth down conversion that Darnold threw to Frank Gore to seal the game, and I was like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah." I was mad that the Cowboys got winning. I wouldn't couldn't imagine the Jets. That's that's game. funny how that like we were like two and seven and I'm like all right let's just lose the rest yeah. of the way let's get like the third pick and be all right and then we started winning and then you figure out oh we still got a chance to make the playoffs and then it comes down to the last game yeah. like it normally does and we're just gonna throw it all down the toilet they get me hyped for nothing like I was just so annoyed watching that game Andy Dalton was off the whole game. I'm going to be scared of Washington in the next couple of years. Yeah. If Heineke's their guy, I mean, we've only seen two games of Heineke, so don't know how good he can be, but he looks like he's all right. I know Alex Smith is still kind of recovering from injuries, and he's good when he's healthy, but I saw that the Washington might bring in Cam Newton. That's what I keep saying, too. Ron Rivera. I I thought Washington should have done it last year. Instead of... Rolling with uh, Haskins, which Haskins is in Pittsburgh now, but that's that's who I said because I know the Bears wanted to go get Cam Newton, and it said they went and got Nick Foles, which he Bears didn't fans turn out at all. Yeah, Bears fans hated that, and so I was like, "Well, 
Bears aren't going to take him. Ron Rivera, get on the phone and bring yeah. back your old quarterback because, I mean, it's familiar. You know how to build an offense around him. I thought Cam was going to go to the Chargers last year, but and then they got turned Herbert. Out perfectly. Yeah. And I thought, I thought Cam was going to work out in New England, at least for a little they just bit. just have but no weapons to give him. No receivers at all. And Belichick kind of pushed Brady out the door and didn't really give him any weapons. Belichick, or Brady wanted to re-sign. But he's he wanted a new contract, but he's also like like I need someone to throw it to. I can't yeah. can't just be Edelman. It's got to yeah. be someone else too. And Belichick, I think, is too set in his ways a little yeah. bit. Is Belichick slightly overrated as a coach now that Brady's won a Super Bowl without him? Maybe slightly. I think slightly. Yes, slightly. Like I, I won't say like most overrated coach no, of all no, time I at all. Would but not say that. But like. I guess. See, it seems like you Tom Brady your, is mostly the dynasty. Yeah, you got to get your goat quarterback some weapons. Well, and that's why Cam Newton wasn't. I know Cam is not Tom Brady, but that if MVP you give him, Cam year, yeah, Belichick needed to give Cam someone else to throw it to, and he didn't. That's why. Yeah. I mean, I know he's not Tom Brady, not even close, but doesn't help that you have no one. You have Jacoby Myers to throw to. Yeah, when he has to run every play. That's I mean, literally on. their whole offense. He'd run it like 20 times a game, which he can do, but he's not hes not Superman anymore. No, he's not Superman anymore. He needs to start throwing the ball more. I don't know who they could have signed, but... I know, I know the Patriots have been in on like every call for quarterbacks this offseason, like with Stafford and... Do you go back to Jimmy G? See, that's, that's the one that always makes sense to me because... I know he only played, he only started two games there, but he knows the system. And I know Belichick likes him because he drafted him. Yeah, I, w- I would trade for Jimmy G again. And I'm sure Jimmy G would want to go back. I know Stafford didn't want to go there. Staff- Matt Stafford literally said any team but New England, <laughs> which you wouldn't think anybody would say that. Because he still has an arm. He's he's like 32, I think, or 33. Yeah, he, he, got- he still has an arm. I mean,. Why would he want to go to a place where there's no receivers? Exactly. They're just going to try to run the ball every time. And they can't. makes no sense. They don't draft very well either. No. And anytime someone shows signs of like not, of like any kind of decline, they just let them go. Yeah, they get their success from the lower draft that just somehow pop up. Yeah. They draft well well in the later rounds, but they don't draft receivers very well. You don't see a big name guy going to the Patriots in the... No, first or second round. I mean, very rarely do they ever have a like top twenty pick in a draft, but still, like they don't, they don't go out and make a splash. Do you know their anybody. draft pick this year? Uh, well, I'd say it's probably around middle of the pack because I know they they finished seven and nine. seven and nine. I think. Let's look up the draft order. Let's see. That's in April, right? It is in April. Yeah, I think it's in Cleveland this year. Which I don't know if they're allowing people to go or if it's going to be virtual again, but um, I would love to go. Yeah, that'd be awesome. NFL draft order. Let's see. So Jags one, Jets two, Dolphins three, Falcons four, Bengals five, Eagles six, Lions seven, Panthers eight, and then let's see where New England is fifteenth. So about middle. They finish seven and nine. So do they? Take a quarterback like Mac Jones at like 15 or Trask if he's there at 15 or 
Because I don't think there's anybody on the market to go sign. You could trade for Jimmy G. I just don't know if anyone wants to go there with no weapons. Who would want to do that? Then that means you, like 15, you're going to have to draft a receiver. Or I don't know who would all be there because I know Devontae Smith's going to be a top five pick probably. What if he signed with the Falcons with Julio? What are you going to do against them? Oh my gosh. Good luck. Oh my goodness. I couldn't even. Yeah, because they don't need it. Falcons don't need a quarterback because they're good with Matt Ryan unless they want to trade him. I mean, if you look at the order, it's going to go probably Lawrence Fields and then whatever Miami's going to do. I mean, they could probably get him, but. They, if. Unless Miami trades that pick to either Houston or Seattle, which will be interesting. Atlanta's going to take a receiver, I would assume. Two Bama boys down in Atlanta. Cincinnati would take an offensive lineman, I would think. Oh, yes. Like, like definitely the Penny Sewell guy from Oregon. Lions have Jared Goff, so they're not going to trade a... Goff is not my favorite. No. I mean, at least they got him in return. And, like, and not nothing. Eagles at six... Are they going quarterback or not? I don't know. Maybe I would be offensive lineman. I would go offensive lineman, but I I want them to take a quarterback yeah. get, though, because that would be amazing. Because <laughs> then you're just going to restart that whole process all over again with Wentz and Hurts. Now you're going to have Hurts and whoever you take, which would be dumb. And Hurts can win games. Yeah. Lions are at seven. Panthers are at, Panthers will probably take a quarterback. I know they really want Watson. I'd love to see a great quarterback with McCaffrey. And Bridgewater, I don't think is that bad, but kind of gets hurt. Yeah, the receiving core is pretty decent, right? They have Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. It's pretty good, yeah. That's what Cowboys are at 10. I would go offensive line. Then you have Giants, 49ers, which the 49ers could trade up or use that pick to go get Watt. Maybe you attach Jimmy G in that pick. And maybe whatever else. That's the best fit to me. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was San Francisco. I would attach Jimmy G and that 12th pick together, send him off to Houston, and bring him to Sean Watson. Because there's no way you would get Russell Wilson from a team in in your division. No. No team is dumb enough to do that. First half of the draft is going to be insane. But could you imagine uh, Fonte Smith going to the Falcons? The fact that, like, I never even thought about it. And then when you said it, it made a lot of sense. I know they got Julio and Ridley, but you had, if you had yeah, Devontae two Smith unstoppable to that, forces. You why had, not do it? You had Devontae to that. That is ridiculous. And I don't think he would be mad if you're just going to throw out the Julio or. Well, and plus, Julio gets covered so much that, yeah. honestly, the first half of the season, Devontae is going to get a lot of. Catches and if Ridley stays there, then he'll probably get a lot. Cause yeah, try to. That's actually a really good move, and that's something I'd never thought about for Atlanta. I can just feel Miami just snatching that away from the Falcons, though. But I, Tua is not the answer. I'm sorry. Tua is he's okay at bat, but he throws for like 150 yards a game. Yeah. Like he doesn't move the ball. He's accurate and he doesn't turn it over, but. I mean, he's not hes not moving the ball anywhere. It's just all, like, check downs. he did play with Devontae Smith at he, Alabama. He did, which might be Miami's, you know, thought process about it. Maybe that's 
that's Tua's, um, like something for Tua to grab onto yeah. to try and stay, which would be interesting. One little text message, hey, Devontae Smith. Yeah, yeah, we're going to draft you. Coach Flores, bring in Devontae. <laughs> I think, though, I, I think the best move for Miami is to just trade for Watson, though. Give Houston back their pick and do that. That I want to see that happen. That would be the best scenario yeah. for both Watson and um, Miami because Miami's got a good defense. Devontae Parker is a decent number one It'd receiver. Be them and the Bills in that division. Yeah. Fight it out. Yeah. Is there a, pr- a prediction for where you think Watson goes? San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did say Final that. prediction. Yeah. You said San Francisco. Yeah. I, I like Miami. I like Miami. I was really impressed with the Browns this year. Glad they were winning. I, are they going to re-sign Baker? I would. I would too, but... Are I, they going to sign Odell? That's, an, that's another good question. Coming off the ACL. I'm not saying they're better without him, but they did play better without him. Yes, they would like to have him, but... I don't think... You, you don't need him. Yeah. I don't think you need him. Maybe uh, Belichick will trade for him. That would get that would get a quarterback at yeah. the door. That would make someone more likely to go there. OBJ is still a great talent. Oh yeah, thousand percent. It's just like any of those big receivers; they just want the ball, want the ball, want the ball, and Baker can't spread it exactly as much as what you want. Exactly. You got Jarvis Landry, Joku, yeah, all of them to give it to. Exactly. And then Chubb and Hunt also. That's a great yeah. running back tandem, by the way. That's the best tandem. In the league, because yeah. you think you're getting a break when Nick yeah. Chubb goes out for a play, yeah. but then you come in with Kareem Hunt. He's just as good. Yeah. I the was Browns going are... crazy when they beat the Steelers. And they they had a chance. They, they had a, I mean, when Mahomes went out of the game, I was like, oh, man, Cleveland is going to go to the AFC Championship. There's, like, I cannot believe this is happening. And then they just couldn't get it done. It's disappointing. Chad Henney came in there and won him a game. That's At least tough. they got there. Yeah, I mean, the future looks bright, yeah. I would say. But I saw that they're they're kind of hesitant on paying Baker, which I know he still has one more deal, like the fifth-year option, but I saw they were kind of hesitant to pay him, whereas, like, Josh Allen's going to get a deal and Lamar Jackson's going to get a deal, but the Browns are, like, waiting a year on Baker. But I think he proved to you... I think he proved it. I mean, this year, like, make the playoffs for the first time in almost 20 years, I would... Yeah. I would pay him. Yeah. I don't even know who you would go to after that. I don't know if anyone's going to go to Cleveland. Or There's no one. To Cleveland. There's no one you can go to. I just, I don't, unless you're, you don't have a good enough draft pick. Unless you, but Cleveland doesn't have good luck at drafting quarterbacks. No. You finally got it right. Yeah. Just, just leave it there. Yeah. I just agree. leave it. I don't, unless you're going to try to trade for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, don't mess with it. I don't know if they'd want to go there. I, I mean, would. If I they kept the so pieces, either. maybe. But. Yeah, but you would have to break up probably part of that to make it work. He does a little bit too many commercials, but they're funny. I, and they are funny. I do. I, I do like those commercials. What is it? Progressive. Yeah. Yeah. I do like those commercials. The one where uh, he like drops the keys, yeah. where he's like holding all the groceries and stuff. Because he wants to carry it yeah. all in one trip, and he doesn't want to set it down. That's that's the best one to me. Yeah, he is he is a funny like 
relatable, personable dude, though, which is yeah. why I think it works. He's I got like a lot Baker. of moxie. I like Baker. So do you want to, uh, like, move into, like, golf and fitness now? Yeah. So where are you going to school at right now? Ohio Valley. How you been doing playing golf there? Uh, it's fun. It's just a lot of practicing. Yeah. How many? How often do you practice? Like, every day, basically. Really? Yeah. Sometimes we got to walk 18 holes, sometimes 9, sometimes just chipping and putting. Or, like, depends. driving range or something yeah. like that. So pretty much every day you've got a club in your hand and you're taking yeah. a couple swings. Yeah, and the courses down there are not as good as up here. Really? Sure, no. Are they are they pretty challenging courses up there? No, or they're, they're just not like No, good? they're just not good. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So when I come back up here to play, it's just so much better. Where do you like to play around here? Like country club or Yeah, we're members at the country club. Okay. I get to play there every day, but um if I had to choose one, probably Crystal Springs. It's kind of close to like Westminster High School. Okay. Probably one of my yeah, I, I, I've been up to Westminster. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Or Eagle Sticks. Yeah. So, have you been playing golf like since you've been there at school? Like, did they recruit you on scholarship or? Yeah, they. I I did pretty good uh, senior year of high school, so I was just and Parker was already down there, so I was like, hey, let's see what they got. Down yeah. There. So I forgot Parker was there. Yeah. So have you placed high in any tournaments that you've been in for? No, it's just like the competition level is just completely different. Really? Yeah. So just just out there yeah. playing. And it it sucks. I only played junior and senior year of high school, so right. like, so I'm just way behind everyone else. Kind of behind the hate eight yeah. ball a little bit. Yeah. How many guys are on the team that you play with? Like eight. And the girls team too. So. About the same on the girls team yeah. too. Cool. How often do you guys have matches? Uh, it's like every week, every, every weekend, week, every other week. Yeah. Is it different this year with COVID and everything? Yeah. Our, uh, like our spring break kind of got canceled. Yeah. Um, last spring got canceled. Right. So kind of just figuring it out as you go. Yeah. Do you have to get tested for COVID all that often? Yeah. Or? We, uh, I've been tested a couple of times, so yeah. we got it. I know at Muskingum, like, our athletes there get tested, like, multiple times a week, which is insane. Yeah. So, I... I've yet to get it, so... I I have had it. Um, maybe but, I'm COVID scriptonite or something, I don't know. May, maybe, maybe you are, Yeah, honestly. Um, How was it? it? It wasn't that bad, I don't think. Like, I... The first symptom I had, I was just, like, really tired and... But I had just played tennis with Alec at the courts in Cambridge yeah. for a couple hours. And so I was like, I'm probably just exhausted from that. So I didn't really think anything of it. But then I kind of like had night sweats. So I figured I had a fever probably and it broke while I was sleeping. And then I woke up on Saturday and I felt normal. Didn't feel sick at all. I went to work at the Wilds and then I went to work at the Wilds on Sunday. Totally fine. But then Sunday night I got a sore throat and my brother and my mom... And my dad hadn't been feeling that good. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe this is more something than I thought it was. And so Ethan went and got tested with my mom. Ethan was diagnosed with the flu. And so I was like, well, maybe he doesn't have it. Maybe it's just we all just have the flu or something. And he got tested for COVID, but I, they were waiting a couple of days on that. So I went and got tested for a bunch of stuff. And I had nothing, like no flu, no strep throat, nothing like that. So I was like, well, that, that's great. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we don't think you have COVID, but 
we're going to send you anyways to get tested because you're not showing up with anything else. So, but we're like 99% sure you don't have it. And I was like, okay, that's great. That's fine. Yeah. They're like, it's probably just like some kind of sinus infection and you're good. When it got tested, of course, all of us are positive. Mm-hmm. So I, I shut down the wilds, um, with the zip line because I was around people like that whole weekend. And then I was out of school for a week. So yeah, my family, well, they put some strict rules on our family. Really? Yeah, really bad. So, like, we were only allowed to go to each other's houses, like the cousins' houses. Right. No friends' houses, no girlfriends' house. Nothing. Only there and back. Really? So, it was pretty rough. And, uh... Was that all summer? Like, yeah, like kind of like when yeah, it all when started? It, when it all started, yeah. yeah. It was pretty bad. Like, couldn't really go see Grandma and Grandpa that often, because they were... Like, you just don't want to go get them sick. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because they're higher risk. And then, uh... I kind of broke the rules and uh, went to Tucker's house. And, oh, no. Yeah. Cage. Yeah. And then <laughs> my Aunt Jennifer and uh, Grandma came to my house to clean my house for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, they were like, where did you stay last night? And I said, Tucker's house. And they were like, and then they flipped out on me. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't care. But yeah, they were mad. And then they all got COVID and I didn't. So See, yeah. you didn't do anything wrong. Nope. What did, you didn't do anything. They yelled at me for nothing. They yeah. got it. They're Sorry, the that, and Jennifer. Yeah, they're the ones you that they're the ones that did it, not yeah. you. That's funny though. Yeah, I know. Like when the whole thing started, when we got like sent home from school and stuff, I don't think I left the house to go anywhere. Probably the rest of the semester. Like I had, I obviously I had been outside and stuff, but I hadn't actually went anywhere for mm-hmm. months. Like, yeah, I did not like all that, and then no sports being on, and it's like. We're it home was and there's so, nothing to watch. So quiet, and Sports Center was just airing the same things yeah. on loop for days on end, months on end. I just play PS4 all the time. That's pretty much what I did, and I I worked at the Wilds, which I didn't think was gonna be a thing because when you're ziplining, you're all up in people's yeah. faces, gearing them <laughs> yeah. up and everything. So I was like, we're not gonna be doing any of that. Um, I went and worked at the country club at the pool because they said they were gonna yeah, open. So and I was like, well. I'll go back there because I don't know if I'm going to have any other job. And so I ended up working at both places and it worked out. And I didn't, I didn't get COVID until like Halloween last year. So I was fine up until then. It sucked. Um, when COVID first started, that was like last March, right? Yeah. And now we're in March yeah, in like yeah. a couple of days. Yeah. So it's about to be a one year anniversary. Uh, the high school team was supposed to play at OU. We had tickets for that. That got canceled. Yeah. And so my birthday was coming up. And we got hockey tickets. See my favorite hockey team, the Capitals versus Blue Jackets. That got canceled. And then we we're supposed to go to a UFC fight. That got canceled. Yeah. So it was very, really disappointing. Did a lot of Tucker's fights get canceled? Uh, it was hard. Yeah, he really couldn't. Because I, I know he doesn't fight that many times in a year, but still. Yeah, it I mean, was hard for him to even. Because he was supposed to fight in, like, Kentucky sometimes, and their, like, stuff was all different than us, so right. it was kind of hard to... Yeah, it's totally different everywhere you go. I know, I um, I did, I worked for Storied Rivals, and I've been doing a lot of um, Tri-Valley High School sports, yeah. so I did football um, in the fall, and there wasn't really that many COVID issues, obviously you're not, there's not that many fans there. But, like, during basketball season, 
both the boys and the girls team got quarantined for like two weeks at a time. So like, like you just never knew like when games were going to get canceled or when they were going to be played uh, or if they were going to even be rescheduled at all. So there was like a, cause the, the guys got canceled first and then it was the girls. So like we didn't have games for like a month. How Um, long do you think this will last? I wish I could give you an honest, I like, I don't know. Like that's the thing. I, it seems like everything around here is like trending in the right direction. I feel like I, I want to say like midsummer will be like like July-ish or something will be starting to like not have to wear masks anymore and stuff like that. I just that. can't imagine summertime you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. That's just it's not seem fun. No, and like zip lining with the masks on wasn't that fun all the time, especially on like the really hot days. Yeah, when it started getting to the end of the season and it was cold out, it wasn't bad at all, but. It was actually kind of nice. You keep your face warm, but I mean, there's just some days where you can't deal with it. Yeah. And like we tell all of our participants that come like, hey, you need to wear your mask too and everything. But, but sometimes I don't really mind wearing them. It's just when I forget, when I bring it, I forget to put it on or something. Yeah. I, I did that once last semester. I literally got out of my car. It was like pouring down rain outside when I pulled into the parking lot to go to class and I walked halfway across yeah. campus and I realized I didn't have my mask yeah. on because I like looked around and like people were walking around with masks on. I'm like, crap. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to run all the way back to my car. I almost made myself late for class to go get my mask yeah, on. Yeah, that's like the worst feeling. Like, I don't really mind wearing it, but just forgetting it, you're like, oh crap, I have to go get my mask. Yeah. It just seems so stupid. But And at Muskingum, they don't even let you wear the gaiters. Um, like the, like the neck ones that like you can just kind of pull yeah. up and pull. They don't let you wear those. Um, I've never had one of those. I just had a normal mask. I that's what I wore at like at the wilds because um, it's just a lot easier. Yeah, but yeah. during school, you don't you're not allowed to wear those. I wonder why. I I don't know. They never really gave a reason. So like people will come into class and they've got them on and it works just the same as any other mask. But maybe something to do with your neck. I don't know. I, I have I no idea. Maybe. maybe. Or like maybe it's kind of like uh, maybe it makes you look like you're up to no good or something. <laughs> like it's some kind of yeah. some kind of robbery is taking yeah. place. But I don't, I don't know. But they always like make people like leave cloud. Like say like hey you gotta leave and come back with a an actual mask on. Which I always I always thought was weird. Because yeah. it does the same thing. And, and no mask is perfect anyways. Yeah. But I'm just ready for it to all be done. Yeah. Because even by broadcasting games for storied rivals, I don't wear my mask when I broadcast because yeah. you, you don't have to legally. But um, at school from the Skingham, whenever I do stuff there, masks have always got to be on if I'm yeah. sharing the studio with somebody. So it gets annoying at times. But yeah, I'm ready for this to be over. And like, and like I've gone to friends' houses now, but like at the beginning, I never, I like you, like I never went anywhere for the longest time and I didn't want to get, like, I hang out with Garrett Noel a lot yeah. and his little brother Cam, but I don't want to get Cam sick. Yeah. So like I didn't go hang out with him for the longest time and I still don't, I still don't even really hang around like Cam that much mm-hmm. just because I, even though I've already had it, I could, I could still get it again or like carry it and then pass it on to him, which would make me feel awful. Yeah. So I'm just ready for it to all be done so I don't have to worry about that anymore. 
I'm surprised I haven't got it. I've been everywhere. Like, who knows? You might have even, like, just carried it. Like, yeah. You never know. Like, it's just so... That's the thing about it is, like, you never... Yeah. You never know until... You could you feel fine. And exactly. And just have it and be giving it to people. I'm not saying you are, yeah. but, I mean, you don't know I that. came in here with it. You just don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't, I hope not. No, it's okay. It's all good. I dealt with it once. I can deal with it yeah. again. It's, I don't think it's all that bad, but you well, do lose the smell. Uh, the smell goes away. My taste didn't really go away. Like, the sense of smell is weird. And then, like, when I was starting to get better, there was some weird... It smelled like vinegar in my nose. Like, I almost like the like the virus was, like, dying off inside yeah. of me. It was really weird and bizarre. Because that's all I could smell for, like, three or four days straight was just vinegar. Yeah. Straight up. As I look at your... Uh... Kobe poster. What did you think of? Did you see uh, Kyrie wanted him to be? The yes, I, I saw. I know they talked about that when he first died. I'm not on board with it right now, you, though. You don't think so right now? I mean, I, I love Jerry. What happens if uh, MJ dies like next month? Exactly. Then what are you going to do? Uh, that's, or LeBron. That's fair. That is fair. Because, yeah, you could do that with any legendary yeah. player, I guess. I think you either keep it or change it to Jordan's logo right now. And they already changed the NBA All-Star Game MVP award to, like, the Kobe Bryant MVP award. And that's probably... I mean, everybody knows what Kobe's done for the game. So I don't yeah. I don't know if you need to change... Like, I wouldn't be opposed. Like, I wouldn't hate it. But I do understand where you're coming from, though. Because yeah. then if someone else dies tomorrow, what are you going to do for them? Are you yeah. going to just change the logo every day? <laughs> like, yeah. I know he's your favorite player, but... Where do you rank him all time? All time. See, the all time conversation has always been tough. And like after he died, I've a always like people. tried to like, well, everybody wants to like really elevate him. Yeah. yeah and which I'm that. not like, I, I'm not like that. Yeah. But like, I'm kind of like of the belief now we just need to like appreciate the greatness yeah. that we have and not worry about ranking it because yeah. literally it can be gone. Mm-hmm. Snap of a finger. I've always thought Kobe was in the top five. LeBron is getting up there now, and I think LeBron is. LeBron is probably. I would say he's probably past MJ. There's a difference. I think LeBron is the greatest like basketball player, but if you want to like translate to success, I think MJ's. I mean, six for six in the finals is hard to argue with. And heck, you could even throw Bill Russell in there for all I care with the eleven for thirteen or whatever. But MJ's my goat, and I think LeBron's probably going to be my number two. Not really a fan, but. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of LeBron either. Now, when he came to my Lakers, I mean, yeah, who says you don't say no to no. LeBron James? I no, mean, I'm not I'm not dumb. A lot of their fans did when he first came, spray painting over his yeah, picture I, and yeah, I know. But like, he's the best player in the league. Like, if that was you the case say for no. them, like when they first did that, then they shouldn't celebrate the championship. Exactly. No, exactly. That just you're not a real fan. Yeah. Like. Because the Kobe versus LeBron like rivalry really never was a rivalry because yeah, they, never, they never got to play in the finals, which no, that would have been awesome. It would have. But Kobe, by the time LeBron was starting to make finals, Kobe was getting closer to the end of his career, so it just never lined up. I think the best shot they had was probably like 2009 or 2010 when that was the last two times the Lakers made it before last year. And the Cavs were pretty good then. But... 
like that's always just kind of been a mythical yeah. debate because there was they never played each other other than the regular season. So mm. to say you and they never really got to play in the regular season a lot because it's you, east versus west. Yeah, twice a year. So you that was just kind of a ghost debate there. Like there's there's yeah. no Kobe versus LeBron. There's no reason to hate LeBron over Kobe or vice versa. I don't know where that debate came from no. because. If they had battled in the finals before, then sure, but I don't think so. I don't know why they reacted that way when they first, like, if LeBron missed the I don't playoffs. know either, because when I saw, when I, I was unbelievably, like, I couldn't believe it. I was pumped that he was coming to LA. Yeah. So I was like, how, what are you doing? Like, you're yeah. not a real fan. Like, yeah. cause I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan, but I'm, but I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan though. Like, if Kobe yeah. had went somewhere else, of course I would, I would root for him and yeah. whatever team he was on, but I would always be a Lakers fan first. That's what I grew up yeah. watching. Was to I would I, these people that are just like hating on LeBron? Like you're not a real fan of the Lakers, then if you're not willing to accept the greatest player in the yeah. world to come to your basketball team yeah, I don't and know win a title in two years, yeah. all it took was two years to do it. Must not be real fans. I guess. That's what I'm saying, man. I feel like I feel like the fan bases I'm a part of are kind of toxic <laughs> and annoying. Yeah. Lakers. Cowboys. Cowboys fans are, they can be a little toxic at times. Yeah. But yeah. Do you watch anything other than basketball and football? I'm a big tennis guy. Really? Yeah, I like tennis. Okay. Um, and my guy's Roger Federer, but he's been kind of, yeah. he's been kind of injured the last year or so. So I haven't been like, I'm not like totally disinterested, but obviously when he's playing, I'm more invested. Yeah. Um, he's barely hanging on to that. That uh, major title record. He's tied with Nadal right now with 20. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping he can get one more before he goes out. But he's almost 40. So yeah. And Djokovic is on fire now. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's going to get another one or not. But those are about the the people that you named are like the only people that I know. So like they're like the th- I to me they're the three greatest players ever. Uh, like I think Roger Roger's the best grass court player ever. Mm-hmm. He's won eight Wimbledon titles on grass, and then Djokovic. I mean, he's won all over, but I think he's the best hard court player. And then Nadal's the best clay court player. I think those are the three greatest players ever, and they're all playing in the same era. Rogers, he's significantly older than than the other two. He's like almost forty, and those guys are like thirty two and thirty three, or thirty three and thirty four. But yeah, I'm a big tennis guy. Yeah, I watch a lot of golf, obviously. When it's more golf season, not really right now. Yeah. And then I watch a lot of hockey. I'm a huge hockey fan. Really? Yeah. I, I've been wanting to get on. I say this every year. I want to get into hockey and then I never watch hockey. Yeah. So I just, I need, I think I need to go to a game. Oh my gosh. Because I feel like the atmosphere is just ridiculous. Yes, it is unreal. The last game I went to, I had a Anaheim Ducks jersey on just because it was a cool jersey and I ordered it. Right. I'm not a Ducks fan, but. And we were kind of like by their bench. We were kind of close to the ice. And I got a broken stick and two really? live pucks. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So. The trifecta. I've been to two games. Yep. Sick. They're just awesome. Yeah. I've, you never know what you're going to get. A fight. Oh, the a hat fight trick. Everyone cool. throws their hats out on the ice. Yeah. OT uh, shootout. It, it helps if you know the rules. So right. you kind of know what's going on. Right. Like it's kind of hard to explain to someone. They've never watched it. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
And then once the playoffs come on, that's when it gets intense. I watch it a little bit more when the when the playoffs are on, but I mean, like an eighty-two game season. Which I, is yeah. the season shortened this year? Or yeah, yeah but typically an eighty-two game season. That's it's just only like a lot of games, but it's only like. 60 games or something this year. Yeah. 50-something games. And I know the NBA shortened to like 70 or 72. Um, now, the Masters is coming up soon, isn't it? In golf, like in April, April. or something? Yep. Yeah. Which I know I know Tiger was planning on coming back for that after his surgeries and stuff, and then he went and got in a car accident, yeah, yeah. man. I'm so disappointed. I'm like, glad he's okay, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, he just needs to like be able to like you know walk first, yeah, yeah. let alone actually pick up a golf club again. But... Yeah. That was crazy. I, I saw that. that and I was like, oh my God, we almost lost another yeah. like legend this year yeah. like in the last two years. That would have been horrible. And I don't, they, they said he wasn't like drunk or didn't have any drugs or anything. He just, just kind of lost control. I think he like hit the median like in the center mm-hmm. of the road and he just, just flipped it. I mean, luckily he didn't hurt anybody else too, but my gosh. His comeback from... All those surgeries, and he actually said he couldn't walk for a while, like he couldn't even play with his kid Charlie. And right. Then he wins the Masters, and then he got to play with Charlie yeah. in December, like yep. it was before Christmas in the the PNC tournament. Yeah. That was that was really cool to see. New yeah. generation better watch out. He's yeah. Tiger yeah. Honestly, he's pretty good too. Yeah. And he's learning from the best to ever do it. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, they're pretty cool, Dad. Yeah, I would say. At least. But, I mean, hopefully Tiger just... It seems like he's fine now, like he's going to recover yeah. fine. But I think he, like, broke his fibula and tibia in, like, different parts of his leg. I think it was just the right leg he had surgery on, but... My gosh. Like, he was just coming off his fifth back surgery, too, yeah. so... Probably messed all that yeah. up, too. yeah. Which I think I think he had more surgeries, like because he was he was transferred from different hospitals, and I think when he went to the other hospital, they they did procedures on him just to make sure that everything they did before was, you know, fine. It's crazy. He probably has more injuries in the sport of golf, a non-contact sport, than most football players. Pro- I mean, probably. It yeah, I don't insane. know what he's. I don't know like before this crash. I don't know what he did to himself. I don't know if it's bad luck, if it's just a bad injury bug or what. That's Yeah, I don't know how the amount of surgeries yeah. he has had is Yeah. Mind blowing for a golfer. He has like torn Achilles and his back's all messed up, his neck. Didn't he tear his ACL when he was playing once too? Like it was way back when, like Yeah, he like the yeah, early yeah. like mid two thousands or something. And like that was a year I think he didn't he still win the US Open? When he, yeah, he like he tore it. Yeah, yeah, because I remember something like that. Because Sports Center posted something on their Instagram of Will Ferrell accepting the ESPY award for best male athlete yeah. for Tiger. Yeah, and then he went up and he was like, "Yeah, I even purposely severed my ACL. Yeah. And I still won the U.S. Open, <laughs> and that's when I believed that I was the best athlete in the world." <laughs> it's crazy. Like back on the, like the hockey topic, that every basketball and hockey stadium they share it just they get off the court and the ice is right there yeah it's awesome i know yeah it's crazy to think about you can be at staples center and you can watch the kings player you can watch the lakers play i know yeah i i didn't even know i didn't i don't even think i realized that 
Like, that's how they did it. Like, it was just the ice, and then they just put the wood floor, like, basically, like, they just gotta right put, over top of it. They just gotta it. put all the, the boards and the benches and stuff. Yeah, and... Yeah, I didn't even realize that was, awesome, like, what though. they did for the longest time. I love watching the Winter Classic games when they play outside. Now, did they... Football stadiums. Did they do that this Baseball year? Baseball stadiums. No, they've been doing it for a bit, yeah. Because yeah. I know... I thought I heard something where it was like they did at Lake Tahoe, and it was, but it was like they tried to do it during the day, and it was a little too warm, yeah. and the ice was melting. Yeah, and obviously you don't want someone falling through yeah. the ice. Yeah, but, and then I think they changed them to night games, so that yeah. way it'd freeze over again. Yeah, um, I always want to go to one of those, but I think I don't know why they just haven't made one in a high state stadium at the shoe for the Jackets. yeah. I don't know. I think um, that would be awesome, actually. Something that would be really cool to go to, though, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but like going to spring training, I feel like would be really cool. Yeah. I know they have a place in Arizona. You go down to Florida. I don't know where else they do it in the country, but. Yeah, hopefully COVID's over so I can get to watch my boy Colt Keith. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And which team do you get drafted Tigers. to? Tigers. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I remember it was following the draft the night he was, yeah, uh, that he got, he got picked. That's sick. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's weird to think because he's younger than us. Yeah, yeah. It's like crazy to think he's that a someone grade from, younger than me. I think crazy to think that someone that we kind of grew up with is <laughs> yeah. gonna be playing in the MLB. Probably in the minors to start, but still, like, yeah. <sighs> it's nice that Detroit, Michigan's pretty close, but yeah, like, the city itself probably isn't the best. Like, you'd probably rather go out in LA or something like oh, that. Oh, for but sure. Getting drafted anywhere, I'm sure he's blessed. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I would love to, if he makes it, you know, to the big leagues. Yeah, and gets caught up from the minors. I'd love to go. I mean, even go watch him play in a minor league game. Yeah, or order, I'll order a jersey of his here soon. Yes, for sure. What is he a third baseman or like shortstop or something? Or I think he did it all. And I, I know, he, I know, he did a lot, but I don't know what he I got think, drafted as. I think third baseman. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was infield. I went and go. I went and saw his All Star game at Indian Stadium. Oh, really? Like last year, yeah. It was like the All American team or whatever. Tony Romo's uh, nephew was playing. Really? Yeah. Uh, now, didn't Colt play in um, playing Utah? Didn't he move to Utah? Yeah, I think school? it was like Utah, and then he was in Mississippi. Yeah. We actually flew out to. His house in like Arizona or Utah, maybe, and we went to a UFC fight. Yeah. And then we went to the High State Clemson game and I'm not Cardinal gonna... Stadium. I, yeah, I mean, it. His dad did the right thing, bringing him out there. Oh, I would say so. Yeah. I don't remember what year he left us. I don't know how old we were when he left, but well, it was probably just before high school. I would say we were probably already in in high school. I don't think he ever went to Meadowbrook Middle School. He didn't go to Meadowbrook no. Middle School? No? I think he left after, like, elementary. Yeah. I remember Ethan played, like, coach pitch with him. Yeah. They were on the same coach pitch team. Which coach pitch team were you on? Were you on Undertakers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of, of course you were on Undertakers. Undertakers. Yeah. I remember we played you guys in the championship one year, and we got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was on the Red Sox. Undertakers so. Red Sox. That was a rivalry back in the day. That was. Shout out to my Undertakers boys. Shout out, to you the, are. shout out to the Bysville Red Sox. I used to love baseball, but I kind of lost my love for it once it got 
to like Babe Ruth. Same here. Yeah. I love Little League. I did. I did play one year of Babe Ruth, but I had but I had been so out of baseball for like a couple years. Like after Little League, I didn't. I didn't play anymore, and then I I was just running track. But then you my, got good at that, though. Yeah, and then my eighth grade year, the year that like all four of us went to state and we won state in the four by four. Um, I played baseball on Mark and Danny's team in Babe Ruth. Yeah. Um, because they needed they needed another player, and I was like, yeah, I'll play baseball again. Why not? But like after that. Let me go get my mitt out of the shed. Yeah, Let's honestly, like, honestly, yeah. I, when I grabbed it out, it was super Hot stiff. All over it. it was it was dirty, dusty, and it was super stiff. I needed to grease that bad boy up. You probably called Ethan from his room and told him like catch it. Yeah, yeah honestly, I, I think I pulled my dad out too because my dad has an old glove in there, and he he had to loosen it up. Yeah, but I just not into baseball anymore. I like going to baseball games. I think yeah, they're pretty fun. I think the atmosphere is nice, but you can't get me to watch baseball anymore. I, I just would, don't know enough people anymore. I used to know everyone, but not now. I would rather go to a baseball game than watch it on TV, though. It's so slow on TV, mm-hmm. but and it's it's slow when you go to a game, but you have the atmosphere. Yeah, that's kind of same with better. hockey. Like it's kind of fun to watch on TV for me, not for everyone else, but. Once you go to the game, it's it, you don't even have to know any players, any rules. You'll just have the time of your life. Yeah. Like, just a way better experience. Yeah. yeah. I need to go to a hockey game. I actually like basketball on TV better than at the game. I agree. I tend to agree with that, too. I, I don't know what it is about. And, like, football, I think I, I like watching it better on, on TV than going, but I love the experience of going way more. Yeah. But... I mean, the seats that I've sat in, you're like you know, all the way up at the top and trying to look down at a tiny field and yeah, watch everybody play. I, but. We've been going to the Memorial Tournament in Columbus for golf, and that's pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I get to walk around, see my favorite players, like I saw Tiger this year. Really? Yeah. Last year. Have you been to any other tournaments? No. no just so. Just the Memorial one? Yeah. Get a couple high fives here and there. I need to go on a practice round day so you can get a bunch of autographs. That, That's on Wednesday. Yeah. But normally we go on like a Friday or Saturday. It's just so hot and you just have to stand out in the heat the whole time. You walk from hole to hole. Aren't they only allowing like five or 5,000 or so fans like for some of the bigger tournaments now? Like they're not yeah. allowing like all the fans that they... Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Because I wanted to go to the, uh, the Cowboys-Bengals game this year. Um, yeah, like before the be season awesome. started, and then obviously the season kind of went to crap pretty early. And then the way the Bengals were like doing their tickets, they were doing all like season ticket holders first. Yeah. I've only been to like one or two football games, one regular season, and then I went to the Hall of Fame game one time. Oh, really? Yeah. I Cowboys Dolphins. I've been to two Cowboys games regular season, and then I've been. I've been to the Hall of Fame a couple times, but not for the game. But I've been to the enshrinement ceremony yeah, we, twice. We always used to go to the Hall of Fame, not like the ceremony, but we always used to go inside and get a bunch of like gift bags and stuff. Like yeah. That. Anytime there's a cowboy that's being enshrined, we try to go because it's, yeah. it's always cool. I know the one year we went, Charles Haley was getting in for the Cowboys, and but 
uh, Jerome Bettis was also getting yeah. in that same year. So literally, it was just a sea of gold. Yeah. The terrible towels everywhere. I hate Steelers fans. Oh, I'm it, sorry to all you guys, but I can't stand you. I'm not sorry. I hate Steelers fans. <laughs> Them and the Eagles, get out of my face. <laughs> Honestly. Facts. Um, now, I know you're really into fitness, too. Yeah. I know, was it last year that you posted, like, a transformation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what, what kind of stuff do you do, like, fitness-wise? you do a lot of weightlifting? Or like... Yeah, I do a lot of weightlifting. Not really much cardio anymore, but I'll start that once I try to, like, turn down my body for the summer. Mm-hmm. But Tucker kind of got me into that. Yeah. So, I'll give a shout-out to him. And then I kind of just took it from there. Yeah. I, uh... There's a guy I follow on Instagram. His name's Greg O'Gallagher. He's a guy from Canada, like that has his own programs and stuff. And so I, I just followed him because I, I saw one of those. You ever see like those long YouTube ads, like by these fitness guys that are like two or three minutes long? And well, for some, like I'm, I'm always like, oh, those are all scams. But this, for some reason, like Greg's video came on, and I was just like, I watched it all the way through for whatever reason, and then I followed him. And I've been wanting to buy his programs for a while, but like, I've just never had the motivation to yeah. like, and not even necessarily the motivation. Cause I like working out, but the time I never like during, during the school year, like doing the radio and stuff, I just felt like I never had time to actually like work out consistently, you know, yeah. three or five days a week or whatever. So like I never bought a program, but then after this, after the fall semester finished, um, Greg like put a bunch of his programs on sale on his Kino body website. And so I was like, all right, there's this body weight program that's on there for like $37. It's a one-time purchase. Why not just buy it and just see what it's about and, uh, only work out three days a week. And plus it's all body weight too. So like, I don't need to worry about going to a gym. I can just do a bunch of stuff here and just Mm. make it work. And, uh, just finished 12 weeks at the end of last week and I've still got like six weeks or so left on the program. So, um, I sent him my progress after 12 weeks and then he, he responded, which I was like surprised at cause he's got yeah. like 750,000 followers on Instagram and I've sent him messages before and he's never like responded. So I was like, Oh, I'll send him this, but he's not going to respond. And then he responded and he was like, Oh, that's, that's good progress, bro. Like keep it up. And then he posted it on his story. That's awesome. And then I saw, I saw it and I literally almost crapped my pants. I was like, yeah. no way. Yeah. So I was like, well, I wasn't going to post my progress yet because I was going to wait until I was all done with it. But since he, since he put it on his story, yeah. I've got to share it. Yeah. I've got to share it before that disappears. Yeah. So. And I saw whatever you posted the other day and I was like, Oh crap. Yeah. Will get in the shape. Um, yeah. I, and I, and it's not even necessarily like the working out. Like I've been eating better yeah, too. Like that's I've, how I started it. I've my cut out. Really changed. Uh, like I don't. I used. I'm a big snack guy, so mm-hmm. I love like cookies and yeah, mainly cookies. Like any kind of sweet stuff. Yeah, I love. But like I've, I haven't like totally cut them out because I'll occasionally like eat a yeah, cookie here so and there. Are. But I used to like I could like pound a row of cookies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've just like kind of just cut that out like, yeah. of my habits, and I'd like stick to a. Not like strict calorie diet, but I like try to count my calories mm-hmm. every day. Eat a lot of the same stuff, so I keep it simple. And yeah. like eat in a calorie deficit. Yeah. That's how you lose your weight. Right yeah. There. Like you burn the fat, but then like with the workouts that I'm doing and I'm like eating a lot of protein and stuff, 
I'm still putting on muscle even though I'm yeah. like burning the fat. So I'm not like, cause I don't, I don't need to lose any weight yeah. cause I'm a pretty skinny yeah. guy, but like I'm not losing weight. I'm still putting on, you know, muscle and what was your starting weight? And then what did you go to? I started at like uh, 149 or 150 and I weighed myself after I finished my workout last week and I was at like 156. So I've put on like about five or six pounds in, in muscle. Now, how accurate is the scale? Maybe not. In, maybe it's off by a pound or two, but, um, but I've put on probably around five pounds in muscle. And with the body weight program, like Greg said, you're not going to experience a lot of, obviously you'll be in great shape, but you're not going to pack on a ton of muscle mm -hmm. in 12 weeks just by doing body weight stuff. Like you would need to do a lot of, um, like weight training and stuff, but like the body weight stuff just sets a really good foundation for you. Yeah. Cause if you're really strong with your body, mm -hmm. then once you step into the weight room for the first time and do weight training, you're going to already be like that much stronger. Yeah. And I went to uh, Planet Fitness with Alec and Garrett Moore the mm -hmm. other day, and um, I decided to max out on bench because I hadn't done it. I I, I hate yeah. bench press, and I yeah. haven't done it in a long time. And I don't really like the benches there at Planet Fitness because they're kind of – they're not normal benches. They're the ones that – it's like resistance. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know what like, you're talking about. Yeah. You're still pushing it all up, but it's, it's just weird. Yeah. But I threw um, – Garrett put 160 pounds on there, and I – gave it a shot and I did it twice and I was, I've never been able to bench that much. My max I think was like 130 or like 135. Yeah. So I was impressed with that, but I would like to try it on an actual bench yeah. where I can hold the weight mm -hmm. and see, cause I, I feel like I could get like 180 or 185 for one rep. Yeah. But my, my thing with working out was like, I felt like I always needed a, a plan because I never knew what workouts to put mm -hmm. together and like what to do all the time. So by putting money into it, I feel like I was more invested and I had a strict plan to follow. Yeah. So that was, that's kind of my secret. It was just, you kind of know that's going to work. Yeah. Not something you're just thinking like, about. Yeah. Cause like you can, you can find workouts anywhere and put them together, but I just felt like I needed something to actually buy and, and follow something that like, I guess a professional has put together as yeah. a freaking movie star yeah. body. So I was like, well, Hey, why not Yeah, give it a shot? And if it doesn't work, I'm only out $37. So, yeah. um, yeah, I started around like two Oh five. Really? I, I was pretty chunky. Yeah. I just, I was working at subway and then I worked at like TJ market ate everything, drank a bunch of Mountain Dew and really playing any sports at the time. Right. So it just caught up to me. And I always thought my metabolism was super fast, so I never thought it would catch up to like, me. But yeah. yeah, my face got really fat, stomach got really fat, and I was like, man. Did you just like look in the mirror one day and you were just like, yeah, I like don't... just looking at pictures or, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Tucker, can you like help me out with this? And he was like, yeah, sure. So we kind of started like running together a little bit and... He kind of, like, told me what foods not to eat and what foods to eat. And then yeah. I kind of, like, did my own research and kind of was watching videos. And I started, and it kind of took off from there. Did you did you do a lot of the workouts that he does, like, weight training-wise? No, stuff? we do completely different stuff. Really? Yeah. So what is what does he do, mostly? Mm, he does a lot of push-ups, pull-ups. Like, like body weight stuff? Yeah. Body movements? Bands. And then are you doing like a lot of weight training stuff? Yeah. So 
how often do you work out a week? Five to six days a week. Do you? Yeah. And that's what that's what Alec does. I've only been doing the body weight stuff for three days a week. Um, that's just what the program says to go by. And occasionally, maybe I'll throw in a, a fourth day or like a cardio day or something. Yeah. But I haven't really been doing any cardio. No, neither have I. And I, I used to run in yeah. high school and stuff. Yeah. I used to run all the time, but I don't know. Those days are kind of... <laughs> I mean, I might go for a couple mile run, but my sprinting days, I think, are uh, long gone. Yeah. My uh, my tire popped down at school. I didn't... I'm not really friends with anyone down at school, but... Yeah. And uh, the gym is like three and a half miles away. So I really wanted to go to the gym. And I ran to the gym. Oh, there you and go. And back. Yeah, so you get miserable. So you get some cardio in, but yeah. then you then you do a hard workout yeah. and you run it back. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to get in shape yeah. real quick. Yeah. You'll get in shape real fast doing yeah. that. How long did you have to do that for? Or did you like just start doing it all the time because uh my car was broke down for like a week or so. Okay. And like my phone wasn't working so I couldn't call my dad. Right. But Either Parker like called my or my dad called Parker or whatever, and then I finally got a hold of my dad, and I was like, "Hey, my tire's not popped. Right, come down here and fix it." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was uh starting weight was at around like two or five. That was like in the summer, and then I got down to like one sixty. Nice. Started have some abs showing a little bit, and and it gets more fun when you start to see results. It becomes yeah. really fun. Like I started like. I didn't really notice like any results like till maybe like after a month in. I felt stronger like a couple weeks yeah. in and stuff, but I didn't really start to see it like until that's like what, a month in. That's why a lot of people quit after yeah. the first couple months because they don't really see results, but it takes time. Exactly. Consistency is yeah. is the key. Yeah. That's what I would say to anybody that wants to uh, like get in shape or whatever. You, you got to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be days where you're not going to feel good and it's... Might be, might not be a Sometimes good workout. Sometimes those are your best days, though, if you don't feel like going to the gym. Exactly, exactly. Like yesterday, I during my workout, like I started off with like doing some push-ups and stuff, and my first set was like terrible, and I was like, oh man, I don't, I'm not feeling it today. But like, kept going, and I actually got stronger throughout the workout. Like, but yeah. sometimes it just takes a set or two for you to just kind of settle is that in. And, what normally you do is push-ups and like pull-ups and stuff for your body weight. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and I actually so. The end of like phase three of the training, I tried one arm push ups for the first I've time. I tried it and I got I've done one before, yeah. I uh it's pretty I, hard. I tried it and like I'm I'm not getting like all the way down, like because you're supposed to bring your opposite yeah. shoulder like to the floor instead of like keeping it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not going all the way down, but I'm trying. But I got like I got six on both sides that one day, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then this week um, I did three sets. I did, um, six and six, but it was like a really bad six and yeah. six. Like it was awful. Then I got seven and seven and they were much better. And then I did eight and eight on both sides. And, it, and that was a really good set. I was going much lower to the ground. And what helps me is I would go to Tucker's house when I'm down at home and I'll lift with him, but he has a 25 pound weighted vest. Oh, okay. And I'll throw that on and do push-ups and pull-ups. I bought a weighted vest. That's a 20 pound one. And I would, I I'll use it for like diamond push-ups or, um, or I do a lot of side to side push-ups too, like going back and forth. 
Um, and a lot of times I'll even elevate my feet too, like mm-hmm. throw them up on a chair so you can get more, mm-hmm. more pressure up there on the chest. I love doing that stuff though. Get a sick pump. <laughs> do yeah. a bunch of push-ups. Yeah. I need to, my chest is up to par as the other body parts, but. Uh, my my right side of my chest has like less muscle and like on the inner part than my left side, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and I think I think overall my left side is stronger just because I think I'm more left hand dominant with a yeah. lot of things. But I'm trying to figure out how to even that out. But I don't think it. I think it's just because I'm mostly left hand dom- dominant. I think uh, what helped my like push ups and my bench press was triceps. Yeah, triceps too. My triceps are probably big. the best part. And I, I don't do core all that much. No. I do core two days a week. And like I think a lot of my core strength is just coming from doing the body body weight mm-hmm. movements. Because like, to do a bunch of push-ups and stuff, mm-hmm. it's going to get you a strong core. Yeah. And for legs, I've been doing like pistol squats. Yeah. Going all the way to the floor. Even holding weights while I do it, which pistol squats are hard. Yeah. I hate pistol squats, but they work. Yeah. I haven't done back squat in a while, like with a bar, so I don't I don't know what I can do, but I would love to try it and max out on it and see how much stronger my legs are. Yeah, I surprised myself on a max bench not like a couple months ago. But I haven't really tried since. What'd you weird. get? Two hundred. Nice. At one sixty five weight. Nice. Which isn't bad. No, oh, yeah. I would would kill to get up yeah. to 200. I'd, I want to try again and see if I can get like 180 or whatever. And I've only tried, my heaviest like try was 185 before that. I never even tried anything above that. Really? So, yeah. Do you take any like pre-workout stuff? Yeah, I take pre-workout and then I'll drink a protein shake and I have creatine also. Nice. And some BCAs as well too. Yeah, I, I have a pre-workout that I bought from the... Gregor Gallagher guy yeah. from Kino Body. Do you dry scoop or what's that? Do you dry scoop or use a water bottle? Oh, I'll use I'll use water. Yeah. Oh, I dry scoop. Really? Yeah. You dry scoop it, man. Sometimes I don't feel like taking a pre workout, so I'll just go get a sugar free Red Bull or sugar free Monster. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I I just have the pre workout though, like you know, on the days that I work out, um, and it's actually like. You don't get a like super big high like off of it. Yeah. Like there's no big peak, and then yeah. like I don't crash afterwards either. Like it's pretty, pretty smooth. Yeah. I might crash a little bit like on the leg workout because mm-hmm. I just I hate legs and legs are exhausting. <laughs> it's like doing cardio yeah. at the same time, which is brutal. But but it's pretty smooth throughout, and I know a lot of that pre workout stuff, depending on like what you get, can make you crash pretty hard. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Alec um, went to the gym. He like workouts mostly in the evenings because he works, and he took two scoops of pre workout yeah. before work. And he's like, "I'm ready to kill someone right yeah. now." And then after he was done with his workout, he's like, "I'm literally about to pass out on my drive home <laughs> right now." I used to wake up before class and go to like five five thirty. Really? Yeah, it's a little early for me. The only. Like, once you start doing that, the only thing that sucks is getting up. But once you're up, and once you drive to the gym and you get there, you're not tired. You're just ready to go. Yeah. That's fair. It's actually surprisingly busy in the morning sometimes. Really? Yeah. That make, yeah, that makes sense. When Alan goes, it's it's usually like 8 or 9 o'clock at night, and he says there's not usually no. like 10 people there. 
at Planet Fitness. I normally go at like 6 p.m. I, I do a lot of my stuff after class, like in the afternoon mostly, unless I've got a busy day that I'll maybe do in the evening, but I usually don't have time in the morning to, unless I wanted to get up at like, you know, five or six yeah. in the morning, which I typically don't. Um, I just do my stuff uh, in the afternoon. I also do a lot of intermittent fasting. Yep, I used to do that too. So, Not really much anymore because I'm more like bulking, but right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was but cutting. I, yeah, definitely. I fast for four to six hours, roughly, to start the day, and then I'll have like a four or five hundred calorie meal, then a bigger like one thousand, mm-hmm. like eleven hundred calorie meal, then a snack at the end of the day. Yeah, my. When I was, like, cutting all that weight, my calories were so low. Like, I was, like... Really? Yeah. This upcoming cut for the summer would be a lot different. Like, my approach would be a lot different. Yeah. I won't cut that many. Because, like, I was, like, just super skinny. Like, I was going to bed so hungry. Yeah. Not eating until, like, 2 p.m. the next day. Tough sometimes. Yeah. Going to bed at, like, 9, so I'm not eating till the next day at 2. Much at all, after after that like when i'm actually eating yeah that's and drinking all the water that's tough so what are you trying to cut to what do you want to cut to for the summer i'm trying to at least get back up right now mm-hmm. to like 170 175 hopefully yeah and then just cut it back down and try to get like a better physique i guess yeah i just don't want to lose the strength that's the only thing i hate about right cutting. yeah about cutting yeah which i'm fine with my body right now just would like a better like Muscle definition, I guess. Right. I don't really, I don't know what I, I'm probably going to, after I finish this body weight program, um, just work on bulking more because I think mm-hmm. I'm going to just move on to like a, because I want to get a membership at Planet Fitness for the summer uh, and I'll probably do one of the uh, weight training programs and just bulk, get a little bit more beef yeah. on my body because <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a lot of beef. So. Yeah. Shouldn't. People kind of overcomplicate it when they're first starting. I don't know. I kind of did that too, but it's not that hard. I mean, you just got to cut your calories into a deficit and drink your water. Yeah, just count count calories and... Don't income, or don't bring in so much sugar. Yeah, like not, like not a lot of snacks. <laughs> I used and... to be a Mountain Dew addict, but I keep seeing like the back of the label and I just see all the... Like, the nutrition facts and it just I see I pay attention gross. to that a lot now too like and I never used to do that yeah like four months ago I no. wouldn't have cared man I'd be pounding a whole box of cookies yeah. and drinking whatever but I pay attention to a lot of that stuff now like whenever I'm trying to like make meals yeah I'll ration it out and mm-hmm. make sure it's the perfect calories and then protein and whatever yeah. so just gotta keep it simple yeah and you can eat a lot of the same stuff every day too. It doesn't yeah. have to. You don't have to, you know, overcomplicate it or anything. Tom Brady's got a nice diet going, obviously. The avocado ice cream and like <laughs> kale stuff. No thanks, man. I can't do that. But he's on another level. Yeah. His discipline. Yeah. I'm not that disciplined. And he also has millions of dollars to spend. So does LeBron, obviously. He yeah, like I mean, millions those, of dollars. Those guys. Yeah, just on their body, just to. Like on nutritionists and trainers. Yeah. Ridiculous, Crazy. man. Crazy. I'd love to be their chef just because that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd love to I'd I'd love to know what kind of stuff they're making all the time. Yeah. Like what do they what do they eat in a day? 
to have a body like that yeah. good and that conditioned to do whatever you want it to do. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Cage. It's a really good time. Should have had you on sooner, man. Well, yeah. I needed to get you on sooner, but I'm glad you're on now, and I uh, definitely want to have you on in the future. Yeah, so. it was a pleasure. I enjoyed every second of it. All right, man. And next time, too, I hope the next time you're on, I'm going to have that studio done, so we'll have a nice yep. studio to uh, sit in, and we'll make it happen. Yep. All right, Sick. 